My name is Liz Waweru. Welcome to this podcast, Fun and Away Together. I have been a getaway planner for 10 years plus now. I have organized getaways in the past that help travelers reconnect, recharge, and revitalize. I'm now looking to take that fun to married couples, to bust that myth that marriage kills all the fun and romance between a couple. So why this podcast? Firstly, I am so grateful for the couples who give their time and their experience in marriage when they come to speak at previous getaways that I have organized for married couples. This podcast is about sharing some of the pointers that we get at those couples getaways. I release it every Monday. A great way to start your week, don't you think? I would love to hear from you. Please drop your comments at our Facebook page, Fun and Away Together, or our Instagram page as well, Fun and Away Together. And if you haven't already liked our Facebook page, please do so as you leave your comments. I'm so glad to have you here. Welcome. And please, do share with others and subscribe if you haven't. Okay, let's dive into this week's episode. Episode 64. Today, we continue with our conversation with Catherine Yeha, a marriage coach, who is a passionate advocate on issues to do with family, being married for the last 27 years, and a mother to six. So, still looking at submission, one of the approaches that is looked at at times, and please bear in mind that this conversation is also based on some personal opinions on my end, which I'm now presenting to Kathy, and she is also giving her viewpoint. And still continuing from what she spoke last time about referencing the Bible on where submission is derived from, I raise the question, do women look at the workplace as an easier place, so to speak, to stand up for themselves or where they feel they have a voice? Because in the home space, there is not a lot of leeway to say negotiate for time off because there's always things to do in the home or negotiate for a salary or pay um, to compensate for the efforts being put in to even negotiate, say, for example, for reduced number of responsibilities or roles as one would in a workplace. So I pose the question to Catherine, a woman who is working and is feeling overburdened, so to speak, because they are giving their all in the office space and coming back to the home and equally being required to give their all, especially if she's the one earning more or she's bringing in the income. If, say, for example, the husband is not earning, does she then have the right to override what her husband says, to speak back to her husband because she has a weightier presence in the home by being both a nurturer and a provider of the resources, the financial resources, that is. In this case, is submission going to be something that she can put aside because she therefore then should be the one to have more of a say in the home? Could there also be maybe some misconceptions around submission? 
I posed this question to Kathy, amongst other things. Let's hear what she said. And I'm glad to have you here. You're most welcome. You know, submission does not mean that you don't have a brain of your own because God gave you a brain. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. <laughs> I think I want to be as blunt as that because that is the fact. That one is a fact. No one can yeah. argue. You have a brain. Yeah. And um, number two, you can actually disagree with someone without disrespecting them. Maybe it's an mm. art to be learned, but it is totally yeah. possible because most of the time I think sometimes we take disagreement for disrespect. You know, even the way we talk, the tone sometimes can communicate disrespect, but we can actually say, look, I don't actually don't agree. Honey, I don't agree how you see, what, what you're doing. You, you, there's a way you can disagree and put across your view without disrespecting because it is a fact known from research that what the biggest need for men is respect. Mm -hmm. And the biggest need for women is love. And that conflict you're talking about that I'm bringing in the bacon and should I have more say? When you talk about more say, first of all, we already talked about when the resources come, it should be agreed upon how they will be used, it should be mutually agreed upon. Otherwise, they will become your money and my money. Yeah. And then you start having conversations like, don't ask me what I do with my money. So long as I fulfill my duties in the household, please don't ask me what I do. And then you ask yourself, when these two people went and said, we, if it's a Christian marriage, we want that they have become one. Mm. That they have left, the husband has left his father and mother and cleave to his wife and they have become where one. that unity, I think submission has to start from there, the unity. What does it mean when you are one? I think that's where the issue mm. starts. Because if you are one, then where does the issue of my money and your money come from? It should yeah. not be there. It shouldn't be there. There's a, a perception that submission means saying yes to everything. No, it doesn't. And, and it, it means you don't challenge. You don't challenge. You can't agree with something yes. that you can reason and see is wrong. I mean, then it means you're also abdicating your role in the, in the marriage. How do yes. you support your husband to make sure that he carries out that role as well as possible? That means when you think he's wrong, to be able to say so in a respectful manner. But the because of his role as head of the family, it means that the last word is with him. Mm. Now, that, now, what I wanted to bring out here is that in this whole issue of submission, we have to understand what scripture is saying here, that mm. the head of the man, first of all, the head of the man is Christ. Mm. Let's start from there. And until he does that, he cannot actually lead, he cannot be head of his wife. Mm. And that, I think, is key because the head of the man is, of the man, of the, of every, the head of, of every man is Christ, so he has mm -hmm. to first submit. So um, once he has submitted himself to Christ, then he can now, his wife can submit to him. And why is that? Because actually the way he will be using his authority will be the way Christ uses his authority. So you can draw all the conclusions from yeah. that. Because if Christ died for the church, I mean, we're still in the Easter season. To put it graphically, my husband puts it graphically. When we go for marriage preparation classes, he, he usually say, he likes to talk about this issue of submission because he says for the men, usually we are the ones who tend not to understand this. So he puts it more graphically, he says that a man needs to be a carpet on the ground, his wife and children to walk on, walk wow. softly on. And I'm usually, by that time, I'm usually almost falling on the table. I'm going to stone him. They are going to stone him. But that's how he puts it. Saying it is that it is him saying it. Because you see, that's the thing. The perception is of submission is I'm the king. I see the back. Yeah. I order. 
and you don't question what I say. But now this is another flipping it over. Like, no, you're no longer that king, so to speak. You kind of like you're not a boss. He's not know, boss. He's not boss to be to be served. No, you yes. are to actually serve. Imagine, and that is radical. That's radical. But also, Christ's love was radical. He didn't lord it. He died on the cross. And I remember they were just now the other day we were reading in the in the Passion because we are, as you say, we are still in this Holy Week is not so far away. Yeah, yeah. Good Friday. Yeah. And they were mocking him. You are the king. Why don't you take yourself down exactly. from the cross? Let's see how far for you. Then uh, and then in the Garden of Gethsemane, saying that my kingdom is not of this world. If it was, if it was, ah, my guys would already have fought and installed me, but it's not of this. It's not of this world. The way my, and then the washing of the feet leads. Mm. Is there anything yes, that can exactly. be? And he told them this is, I mean, he did it so that it, they would never forget it. I don't think they, you can never forget something like that. Getting up and the boss is now wrapping a, a towel around his waist and washing the feet once by one and drying them. You can never forget. Then he told them this, this is the way I want you to serve each other, to love each other. He showed us that example. And you know, I think to myself, why? Why the feet? Why the feet? That was the, that was the that kind of service was usually done by slaves. Imagine. It was a servant's role yeah. to wash the feet. Yeah, exactly. And then I'm just thinking, can you imagine how dusty those feet were? But he chose the feet. Why the feet? He's like almost the lowliest. Yeah. Go and empty bed pants. You know, hospital, yes. You know the most unpleasant. Yeah. Yes. Something the most unpleasant. Like yeah. Wow. From Kathy's discussion or Kathy's explanation, it's clear that submission cannot be understood or defined from a worldly or from a society point of view. It needs to be understood as from the very beginning, and that is from the point of Christianity or the Bible as Kathy has been quoting. That's all for today. Thank you so much for joining us. I hope you have learned as much as I have. I look forward to having you back here next week on Monday as we talk more with Kathy about this very interesting topic about submission and how, as a marriage coach, this can help, she can help, or coaching can help in our marriages to make them more fulfilling and what, you know what, more fun. Please subscribe if you haven't subscribed to this podcast. Please share and also please visit our Facebook page, Fun and Away Together, Instagram pages, Fun and Away Together, for updates on exciting getaways, events, and activities for you to just have fun as a married couple. Remember, whatever you do together, keep it fun. <laughs>